Hey friend, do you wanna offer meaningful learning solutions that create behavior change, fit in the flow of work and yield real results for your nonprofit? If yes, this is the podcast for you. Join me as I explore instructional design and leadership development best practices, as well as change management, belonging, and influence. If we haven't met yet, I'm Heather and I've been in your shoes. I'm a learning and development consultant and founder of Skill Masters Market. Before starting my business, I led learning and leadership development initiatives for a large national nonprofit. I know what it's like to need to develop your staff quickly and effectively and to build the relationships and cut through the organizational layers to be successful. And I'm bringing all of that to you in this podcast. So block your calendar, turn off your Teams or Slack chat, and let's dive in. It's learning for good. I love reflecting on my work. It's so good just to take the time to reflect on what went well and what could be improved so you can celebrate your accomplishments and make improvements in the future. And it's something that I value and I spend time doing. As I personally think back over 2023, I love the work I've done. I've worked with multiple nonprofit clients to create learning solutions that will improve people's skills in their role. I've created competency models to define the skills that staff need to be successful. I've started developing a multi-year leadership development program. It's been such good work. I've enjoyed the people I worked with. I've enjoyed the work that I've done. And I know I can see the impact that that work is going to have. I've also stayed consistent with this podcast I've had some amazing guests with even more already recorded and scheduled for 2024. I'm so excited for what's to come as well. We've covered some really interesting topics like leadership training versus coaching and how do you know when to use which one or how to know if learning and development is a valued business partner in your nonprofit or how to use play in your learning strategy. That was another great one. We also celebrated the 50th episode of this podcast, which was such a fun milestone. I'm so proud of the work that I'm doing with this podcast because it feels like such a great adventure with you. I also started the nonprofit L&D Collective, which is a private community for nonprofit learning and development, talent management, HR, and DEI leaders. And the collective provides a platform to share real world experiences, emerging trends and best practices in instructional design and leadership development. You can ask questions and share information and celebrate wins with your peers. This is what I wanted when I was working internally at a national nonprofit. The value of this network, the value of the collective is this diverse, powerful network, the sharing, the learning, and it's all at your fingertips. If you want more information on the services I provide, or if you want to request a topic or recommend a guest for the podcast, or if you want to join the collective, please reach out to me. I love hearing from listeners and I love feeling like I can get that feedback from you because I'm learning, I'm growing in that process. It's just like the reflection process. So reach out to me. Let's set up a call and just talk. Here's what I know as I reflect on my year. I've only been able to do this because I'm surrounded by my nonprofit consultant peers, my Skillmasters market team, business coaches, friends, and family. I could not have accomplished what I have without people to encourage me and support me. 
and I know how much I've accomplished and what it means to my clients because I've reflected and I've asked them. And I want to share some tips for you as you sit down to reflect on 2023. And that's what we're going to focus on today on learning for good. So let's dive in. If you're doing a year-end reflection, you need to listen to this episode. We're going to dive right in today. I have some tips for how to do your time of reflection so that you get the most out of it. Because at the end of the day, I want you to learn from this time of reflection. Because when you learn from what you've done in the past, your perspective changes for what you can do in the future. So the first thing I want you to do is schedule a time. Now, you might be looking at your calendar thinking, I'm going to do it right now. Great. If you can, great. But if not, that's okay. Go into your calendar. Find a time that you know you can commit to reflection. Schedule it. Block it so that no one else can have that time from you. I also want you to set a goal for that time. What do you want to accomplish? Are there specific things that you want to learn? during that time of reflection? Are there specific ideas that you want to kind of vet and validate? Set a goal for the time that you have. Then during your time of reflection, I want you to ask yourself some questions. There are a lot of reflection questions. You can certainly search on on the internet for more reflection questions, but here are a few that I think are really helpful in a time of self-reflection. What are your biggest accomplishments? When you look back on 2023, when you think back to all that you've done, what are your biggest accomplishments? How did it feel to accomplish those things? Who supported or encouraged you? And what are you thankful for? Now, I like this because it helps you kind of frame not just what you accomplished, but how it made you feel. You want to recapture that feeling in the future and who was beside you, who helped you, who encouraged you, because you want to continue to surround yourself with people who uplift you and help you accomplish those big things. So these questions are really, really helpful, at least as a starting point um, for your time of reflection. When you sit down to do your reflection and you go through these questions or some other questions, here's what I recommend. Write down what comes to mind first. So before you go back and and look through old documents or anything else, just sit down and just write what comes to mind first. What are your biggest accomplishments? For me, starting the nonprofit L&D Collective is a huge accomplishment. It's something that I wanted when I was working internally at a nonprofit, and it's something that I'm so excited to be able to offer to other nonprofit leaders. How did it feel to accomplish those things? It felt good. It felt like I was really trying to connect people, like I'm giving back in a way that I'm creating something that will be meaningful to people. But it also felt scary. What if nobody wants to join? What if other people don't feel the way I do? What if people join, but then nobody is active in the group? But I pushed through those fears and I leaned in to those good feelings and I was able to create this group 
And it's a work in progress. I'm constantly learning about communities and how do you moderate a good community and how do you help people feel welcome when they join and how do you prompt conversation? And so I'll probably have some more goals around the community next year. But when I look back at this year, I still consider it to be one of my biggest accomplishments. So write down those things that come to mind first. Then once you've had a chance to get that out of your head, go verify, go back to your goals. What did you, what goals did you set for yourself at the beginning of the year or the end of last year, moving into this year? How did you do when you look at those goals? Did you achieve them? Were there things that you missed? Were there things that you kind of overachieved on? Review your calendar. Look back through emails. How did the year feel? Who reached out to you? Who encouraged you? Who were you in meetings with? So how did you do? How did it feel? And who was there for you? Now look at your notes and reflect on what went well and what you want to be different. So maybe you look back at those goals and you say, okay, I had five goals and I achieved three of them and that went really well. Two of them felt really good. One of them felt really hard. Now you can start to reflect on what you would want to do different in the future. Do you want to carry over the two goals that you didn't achieve? Do you want to carry those over into the next year? Or did something shift and so that's not a priority anymore? What went well and what do you want to be different? And then as you think about what you want to be different, ask yourself questions about next year. What do you want to accomplish next year? How do you want it to feel as you work towards that goal or when it has been accomplished? And who do you want to be with you? Who do you want to surround yourself with? This process of scheduling a time, setting a goal for that time, asking yourself some specific questions, I'm getting messy and writing down what comes to mind first, but then verifying reflecting on what went well, what you want to be different, and then planning for next year is an incredible process of reflection. Reflecting in this way can change your perspective. It will allow you to see not just the things that you did, but also how you felt and who supported you so you can make any needed adjustments next year. I know I'm taking the time to reflect, and I hope you will too. I'll see you next time on Learning for Good. Hey friend, was this episode helpful for you? Did you like what you heard? Do you want more content like this? Here are three things you can do. Hit subscribe. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts for your podcast app of choice. Share this episode with a colleague. This means so much to me personally. I read every review but it also helps me learn what content you like most so I can create more of what you want. All right, turn that Teams or Slack chat back on when you're ready and I'll see you next time on Learning for Good.